welcome back to the Composer Chris Cast. This is episode four, and today I'm going to be talking about one of my recent works for band, and some of the background behind it, and some of the specific musical material that make up the piece. Hope and a New Dawn. This piece has what I consider to be around a level of uh, grade three, three and a half. Not quite grade four, if you're familiar with the uh, concert band ranking or rating system. And this piece had a long gestation. Initially, I had an idea to commemorate the beginning of a new decade. We were coming into the 2020s. Uh, the last half of the 2010s had been... Uh, interesting. We'll just uh, leave it that way. <laughs> uh, of course, for me, the highlight of that decade was 2016, the Chicago Cubs finally, finally, finally winning the World Series. But 2016 wasn't everybody's favorite year, so I'll just leave it at that. So, coming into a new decade, okay, let's all uh, try to be more optimistic, hopeful, looking ahead, Better days, more working together, you know, things like that. I want to capture this in music. Uh, so, end of 2018, early 2019, I started uh, uh, talking to some friends, colleagues about the idea, see who might be want to be on board, and got some uh, of the usual, yeah, let me know when you started and we're in, you know, that kind of a thing. I wanted to, uh, instead of asking one ensemble for a commission, or seeking one ensemble, I wanted to approach several. Uh, and that was what I did. So, beginning in 2019, starting to get some ideas, getting excited about tackling this, wanting to have it ready to go, end of 2019, maybe early 2020, to be able to get out to uh, uh, the bands that wanted to perform it. Then, things got interesting in 2019. In the spring of 2019, my employer decided to... Uh, let's just say go in a different direction, and I found myself looking for uh, new employment. So because of that, that pushed back all of my composing as I began to scramble to find a new job, and which I found relatively quickly. It only took a few months to, uh, uh, from looking, interviewing, and being invited to join, I uh, got the call from Tabor College in Hillsboro, Kansas in the summer of 2019 that uh, they wanted me to come join them. And it has been a wonderful uh, three years. Wow, it's been three years already. Wonderful three years ever since. But needless to say, this pushed back composing even more as I was settling into the new gig. And the hardest part about that was I was away from my family because one of our kids was going to be a senior in high school uh, in the fall of 2019, graduating in spring of 2020, and we did not want to uh, <laughs> have him go to a new school for his senior year. I, I didn't want to move any of my kids, but it was, you know, you know, impossible to not do that after some length of time. So we decided uh, my wife and the kids will stay in Fort Worth, Texas, so our son can graduate high school. Then they'll come and join me. So I was alone for uh, several months. Uh, of course, I'd make the trek back to go visit, but still, it was, you know, some lonely times. And uh, 
this didn't do much to inspire the muse, shall we say. I did very little composing while, um, while my family and I were separating. But I thought, okay, 2020, once we're all here together, then I'll finally be able to get to work, right? Right. But then 2020 came. And, well, we all know what happened then. <laughs> Global pandemic. So this pushed back the idea even further because bands weren't meeting anymore. At least not for the, uh, for the short term. So I decided I got to wait on this new piece even longer. And then I started to wonder, is it appropriate to have a piece with the idea of optimism for the future right now? And then around the beginning of 2021, I decided, well, yeah, now, now more than ever, we need hope. We need uh, optimism. We need people banding together. No pun intended, banding together. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. So with this in mind, I went back to my band director friends and I pitched a new idea, a little tweak of the original. Instead of celebrating a new decade, what about this? What about something that looks to life after the pandemic? A hopeful look to the future. Perhaps a stronger desire to work together for a better future. And this, these ideas can emerge from this dark situation. Now, is this idealistic? Yes, probably. <laughs> but is it possible? I think in some circles, yeah. But I do think there are enough people that want the same thing. We just need to find each other. And work together. Join together. So that became the basis for... My approach to what became Hope in a New Dawn. I didn't have the title yet. I wrote the whole piece first. And then uh, struggled with what to call it for a few days. And brainstormed with my wife a little bit to come up with a title. But uh, I felt good about... You know, we, we weren't out of it yet. But we could kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel. We could kind of see that... Yeah, okay, they're working on a vaccine. And, you know, there's... you know. Maybe the end really is coming and closer than we think. We can't get back to normal or at least some kind of normal. That's how I was looking at it. And that's what I wanted, I guess. I, I, I wanted to push for that. I wanted to move toward that. And I wanted this piece that I was going to write to uh, be the same way and convey those things that I was thinking and that I was feeling. So with all that in mind, let me move over to some specific musical ideas. Alright, I am now at my piano. See? There's the proof. <laughs> so, some specific musical ideas about Hope and a New Dawn. I wanted two themes, two melodic ideas. One was a strong, uh, almost fanfare-like um, figure that uh, would convey strength, would convey um, fortitude, those kinds of things. Uh, and something that would be in a major key, something that would uh, have strong, uh, perfect intervals, like fourths and fifths, like most heroic themes and melodies do. And I knew I was going to be an E-flat. So I toyed around with a bunch of ideas that started on the tonic, uh, like that so on E-flat, but eventually I decided I wanted something that started on the dominant, the fifth note, and in the case of E-flat, that is B-flat. 
so here's the theme that I came up with, this first uh, strong uh, theme of fortitude and, and confidence. has very strong intervals, perfect fifths, descending like that down to the tonic, down to the E flat, uh, and then uh, delay that start a little bit on the second entry, and with the momentum going of the rhythm, jumping up an octave seemed uh, kind of natural there. So that uh, first statement again is like this, two, three, four, one. Continuing to go back to the dominant, the B-flat there in this key of E-flat. It's a strong note, it's a strong interval, but it still wants to move towards the tonic. So I liked having this melody that focused around the dominant because it had that strength, but it still had a push to go somewhere else. So there's stability and a need to move at the same time. So that was the first theme. The second theme, I want it to be a little more melancholy, a little more uh, contemplative, something that uh, would suggest a need to reflect. So here's how I have the second theme. I have it starting on the third of the key, the, uh, the, do, the me, if you will, do, re, me of the key. And uh, I decided to do that, honestly, because if you listen to a lot of film soundtracks, a lot of the more poignant melodies all start on the third. A lot of the love themes and everything. So starting on the third, then the third of a chord is what tells you if it's major or minor in the key. So if I have uh, an E flat major triad here, the G major tells you it's a major chord. But if I move it down a half step to G flat, now we're in a minor third. So that third really has a lot of control over um, how people are going to perceive the music, whether they're going to have a more happy, for lack of a better word, happy connotation to it, or darker, sad, along those lines. So the third carries a lot of power with it in that sense. So, and I think that's why composers have used it for centuries to project and to capture a more uh, poignant theme or feel. So here's how I have my uh, second theme going. And I'll play some some simple uh, harmony underneath it. Actually, just the, the root of the, of the key I have underneath it here. So it starts on the third and works its way up. way back down to get to the third again. So those are the two themes that make up the melodic material of this piece. This slower middle section, more poignant theme that's built on the third, and contrasted with the outer sections of the piece that are focused around the dominant, getting to the tonic, that have a stronger and uh, almost more heroic feel to them. So in uh, getting 
into the piece from the beginning. I just start with some fancy trills and the woodwinds. You know, that always works. <laughs> and um, I introduce little fragments of the theme, like the, the horns will just give a little snippet of it before really introducing the whole thing. And then I also introduce the second theme briefly in the faster context. doesn't have that uh, that more <laughs> melancholy and poignant feel to it yet at that point but by the time we get to the middle section hopefully the listener can say oh I've heard that before now we're gonna stick with this for a while and that's pretty much what makes up the uh, all the melodic material of hope in a new dawn harmonically it's pretty straightforward pretty diatonic meaning that it's uh, major and minor chords in the key pretty much and I wanted this piece to be able to speak to a wide range of listeners that uh, we could all understand and we could all process uh, together. And I knew that uh, younger ensembles would be playing this, high school bands, uh, in addition to community bands, maybe college bands at some point. Um, but I wanted it to be a musical language and vocabulary that could really be processed and digested by uh, a wide range of people. If I was writing for uh, a different audience, like a more uh, collegiate audience or academic audience, then I would have written different music. Uh, but for this, I really wanted to make sure that the experienced listener and the novice listener could both get something out of it. So now I'd like to share with you a recording of Hope in a New Dawn that was performed by the Arlington Heights Community Concert Band and I had the privilege of conducting it this past uh, October. And I'm proud to say a former student of mine from several years ago. So here is the recording of Hope in a New Dawn. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Composer Chris Cast. And Hope in a New Dawn will lead us out of this episode and I will talk to you next time. Thank you.